Hey there, Vernacular Faithful. Redcoat here. And it's time for another solo chat. Today, we'll be talking about the concept of meaningful interaction. But specifically, we're going to be digging into the meaning aspect of that term and exploring the idea of derived meaning and embedded meaning. So, what do we mean by derived meaning and embedded embedded meaning. So first off with derived. Now I've lifted a term from calculus and pre-calc for this, which is, you know, a derivation where you take an, um, you take an equation and you represent it in a different way. And now you have this new thing that operates a little bit differently, but is still related in some way. So that's, that's essentially a derivation. Uh, and this can be used in a more broad sense, where you can derive ideas from other ideas, you can derive concepts and things like that, where um, you can even look at something like, say, an invention where the incandescent light bulb, one could say that the idea of the fluorescent light bulb derives from the initial, at least, concept of what a fluorescent, um, excuse me, of what an incandescent light bulb is. And this is a very, very broad concept of derivation. So when we're looking at meaning, the idea is that there's there might be a meaning embedded in a piece. But the meaning that you're getting is something that wasn't actually in there. It's more something that you that you have pulled out of the piece due to your personal context and that that's essentially that concept of the death of the author where the author is long gone they can no longer make a statement about what they were actually trying to do with the piece so when people look at the piece uh, they have to figure out the piece's meaning on its own merits and so people will interpret and sometimes misinterpret the actual meaning of the piece and so even though the author of the piece intended it to be one thing it becomes colloquially understood to mean an entirely other thing and that comes from the phenomenon of derived meaning moreover if we're looking at abstract art uh, the abstract art really thrives on that concept of derived meaning because a large part in my opinion a large part of abstract art is an exercise in style uh, in stylistic acumen doing a whole bunch of different things that draw the eyes and make the piece very unique um, and you know just make it compelling it makes you want to ask the question of why but in so doing a number of a number of abstract pieces, like I would say hyper abstract pieces, like things that are that really don't lean towards any particular messaging and are more just exercises in stylistic uh, approaches or techniques. For these particular pieces, any meaning that is derived is derived. It is not necessarily embedded. 
like there there isn't necessarily a cue towards a particular statement like let's say an abstract piece that is a it's red and blue and there's a line down the center now what is actually embedded in this piece well we have we have the color red and we have the color blue and then we have the black line down the center um, and let's say that it's cobalt blue and fire truck red now these elements by themselves they aren't they don't really come together to give you something to figure out per se however the personal context of the person coming to the piece may in fact give the piece a meaning. So we're in a particularly interesting climate right now where I suspect the average person in when they hear red and blue will immediately think of donkeys and elephants. You know what I'm talking about, politics. And so in this current era, the derived the derived meaning of such a piece of a line down the middle um, of fire truck red and cobalt blue could be as a intimation of the idea of political strife and splitting and that nary uh, saw the twain um, intertwine, nary saw the two intertwine. However, that's a big reach. That's a big reach, and really, you can only get there by making a bunch of assumptions. There aren't really any concrete clues in the piece to take you there. It really is just blue and red with a line down the middle. Because let's say we were in a different scenario where... Instead of dealing with uh, political factions warring with each other, we were dealing with gangs. And one of the gang colors was blue, and one of the gang colors was red. Well, then it become well. Then the derived meaning of the piece for the people who have that context, they would think of it as, oh yeah, well, it's the Crips versus the Bloods or whatever. You know, um, I don't think I don't remember what color the Crips actually had, but anyway, the. But then again, you could have it looking at it from the context of a policeman. And they're like, oh, this is totally just the sirens on top of a, a police car. So you see, that's the concept of derived meaning. And this is the thing that people kind of get, get hung up on when they're talking about whether or not art is subjective or objective, which I can tackle at another point. Um, but... This is a, an important distinction to make between art that has an embedded meaning and art that, let's say, facilitates derived meaning, where ideally that's one of the things that abstract art does is it draws you in, causes you to ask the question why, and you start contemplating, and it, and it makes you run through a whole bunch of different thoughts and Ideally, it makes you resolve certain things within yourself um, when you are dealing with it.
So, so that's derived meaning in a nutshell. Um, so now let's talk about embedded meaning. So embedded meaning is a lot more straightforward, at least in my opinion. It is essentially when the artist sets out to make the piece, they have something in mind. And if we're looking at the classical, the classical artists, like a lot of the classical artists, they wanted to do replications of reality or perhaps not replications of reality, but uh, intimations of reality and in some cases, exaggerations of reality. This is why uh, this is why you have all of those realistic paintings from the uh, from the Renaissance era and and you know a little bit beyond. They wanted to represent reality, and the way to do that is through various stylistic clues. And if they wanted to exaggerate reality, they can do they can use certain techniques to embed certain meanings into the piece. Um, trying to think what would be a good example uh i believe well i'm not going to be able to remember the names of these things because i'm not i'm not a uh uh what do you call i'm not the university art student so i i haven't really studied these things in detail but there is a piece that is depicting the storm a tumultuous storm uh, with all of the apostles in the boat, and they're all very, very worried. And the interesting thing about the piece is that there's a number of embedded meanings just in the way that it's presented, because A, there's a darker color palette, which immediately puts us into more of a worried state. Um, the colorations, and um, well, I've already mentioned the coloration, which is, you know, deeper value, uh, deeper gradient, um, and there's in general kind of a deep oceanish green, but it's a very very deep green, almost black, that pervades the scene, and a little bit of a brown in the background. So it's very it's a very dark piece, um, where and this makes it so that the apostles themselves kind of pop, and each apostle has their own clothing and they have their own expressions. But they all pop off the piece, and particularly because they're all um, they're all depicted as Caucasian. But that's more of a statement of the culture at the time. Um, but they they all kind of pop off of the piece, and the thing of it is, is that in addition to all of the color choices that we have, um, and this. We also have the arrangement where there's a large amount of the deeper colors surrounding the uh, surrounding the apostles as they are um, panicking, which immediately kind of puts us in a position of where, oh man, they, they have reason to be afraid. Um, but in addition to all of that, we also have the element of the style of the piece, which is that it, it's approaching... It's a realism style. It's a realism piece, but it's slightly accentuated. Um, like the the forms of the apostles are idealized. Uh, the ocean is is beautiful in a sense. If that if that makes any sense to you, it's not um, it's not, for lack of a better term, half assed. Uh, it is 
intended to replicate the beauty of reality and in so doing imparts a sense of how would i put it celestiality to it yes i suppose that would be an uh be a role, a role for it it kind of gives it a sense of holiness which makes sense because this is a depiction of the apostles in panic on the ocean um trying to deal with things now, I don't remember everything about the piece, but just in everything that we've explained here, you'll notice that there's a number of techniques used to guide one towards certain thoughts and mm, intimations with regards to what they're seeing. So that's the idea of embedded meaning. And pretty much every piece that has some representation of reality in some way, shape, or form, or perhaps even some representation of unreality, has embedded meaning in it, if only so that the user can recognize what is being presented to them. Without that embedded meaning, it just becomes shapes and colors. And I would dare say that the whole point of being an artist is na navigating that particular aspect of artistic creation, which is figuring out how to embed meanings and to be able to do it, not just accidentally, but with, with a willful intention, let's say. Being an artist is essentially learning how to present different embedded meanings such that another user will look at it and understand what you're saying even though you haven't said a word. Uh, or, as they say, making a picture that is worth a thousand words. Being an artist is essentially learning that lexicon of verbiage such that you can present it and give that thousand word meaning to a person in one instant as an image or as a piece of work such as a audio piece or a movie or any other thing but i digress that is the concept of derived meaning and embedded meaning derived meaning is the meaning that comes out of the user's context being superimposed on the piece. Embedded meaning comes out of the clues placed in the piece to direct the user towards a specific statement, idea, or concept. In this, we have, um, in this, we have the riddle that, um, that comes from user interaction, specifically the riddle of what is this piece? What is it trying to say? And have I simply interpreted it in the way that I want to see it? Or am I actually seeing what the artist meant for me to see? That is, that is a quandary that can usually only be answered while the artist is still alive, but Incidentally, that is also the reason why art appreciation exists as a class, is because 
not all artists are still alive and we still have a certain amount of value to accurately and effectively interpreting the pieces that are placed forth um, and, you know, left for us in the future. At any rate, that's all I have to say about meaningful interaction and the concept of derived meaning and embedded meaning. I'm not quite sure if there's anything else I have to say about art as a concept, but if I think of something, you can be sure that I'll record it and um, drabble at you for a certain amount of time. So if you like the sound of my voice, or at least you find that the things that I say are worthwhile, just uh, tune in here and I'll be around. At any rate, it's time for me to sign off. So this is Redco, signing off. Play the games you want to play, boyos.